Welcome, one and all, once again to the movie, guys. We have someone else in studio worth chatting with. So when that happens, we break out the camera and throw it up online for you folks to listen to. It is the TMG interview. The movie, guys, speaking with an actor who has appeared on all manner of television show, 24, Breakout Kings V, and most recently, Doubt, NCIS New Orleans, Longmire Rosewood. Michael works in TV all the time, <laughs> and now he's in a movie. So we bring him on the movie, guys. Uh, he's in a film called American Exorcism. We bring you Michael Filipowicz, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, or just me. Thank, oh, thank you. It's just me clapping. That feels good. But uh, I'll have take you, it. Michael. It's actually more than I've got from this movie. So that's one. The sound of two hands clapping, at least, <laughs> is, uh, is I don't the be uh, zen about the response to this film. But that that's the most applause I've heard. If you haven't heard of American Exorcism, we point to where you can find it. VOD since earlier this summer, and as of August first on uh, DVD as well. You know, I never said Blu-ray, but I'm going to assume it's out there on Blu-ray. Can we assume I, I'm that? Not, I, I guess we could. You know what? I still am not. Um, I don't understand Blu-ray. I don't understand. I feel like it's not what it says it is. I feel like it's like something else. What's high definition? That's I, all. Oh, there's something going on with Blu-ray. Something. Anyway, I don't want to digress Have we launched already. in a conspiracy Just, theory already? I'm already, I'm already uh, I've already been American exercised. I did my American exercise before I came to the American exorcism. Let's talk about you and your exercise. All my, jacked up. My exercise program? <laughs> yes. Are you serious? Is that what we're starting with? Wow. Well, listen. Uh, I like to do a few push-ups. You know, uh, every muscle must be tight. You know what I'm saying? De, De Niro, uh, taxi driver, Travis Bickle. Yep. Is that what he said? <clears throat> when he finally decides he's going to take things on, in his own hands, he, he struts around his apartment and he's like, 50 push-ups, 50 pull-ups. I will have no more bad food, no more pills. Every muscle must be tight. And, he's like, <laughs> and then his hand right. is like, his yeah. forearm is over his gas stove. He's like, <laughs> Like right. that. Or not like that, but you know, like that would be how, I don't know, somebody would do an impression of De Niro doing Taxi Driver, but he's quite spectacular. Anyway, yes. Uh, <laughs> Hi. Um, <laughs> let me read you. Now you get involved with a lot of, if I may, uh, just totally effed up uh, type stories. Mm -hmm. This one, no different. American Exorcism. You play Damon Richter. Thought he left the world of possessions. Exorcism is an evil behind until an old friend arrives with frightening information about his estranged daughter, <laughs> knowing that only his otherworldly skills can save her. A lot going on there. Dun, 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 dun. It's an age old story. But you're a you're a you're a exorcist, but you're not the old school uh, throw the holy water and accidental. It, I think originally it was called the accidental exorcist, and <laughs> yeah. William Hurt then just got too old. The script got passed around. That became the accidental tourist, and this became accidental. Was there a exorcist. corgi in the American American exorcism ever? Because then you'd have my wife and wanting to watch oh. it. Right now, I don't think she's so much into American exorcism. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I've seen it. Everybody should see it. If you haven't seen it, please go out and see it. <laughs> please. <laughs> no, but really, please. Yes, so, yeah, yeah it's about exercise. But I've noticed you're not throwing holy water and, and shouting no. Bible. Mm -mm, no, no. You're a different kind of exorcist. I'm a different kind. I have some tattoos. I have a beard, long hair, much like I do right now, actually. But the, this film was shot probably, like, mm, a while ago. And since then, I've shaved. I had to actually shave my head for this because this is actually spans over time. This movie takes place over a certain amount of time, space and time. Well, it doesn't go well. For you, and you're exercising, <clears throat> and then you get drawn back. Any movie's good where a guy's pulled back in. You're living the beach life, and then you get pulled back in. It's one in. of those things, like just when I try to get out, even though I've been out for quite some time, yes, they, they lure me back in with this idea that, um, that I have this daughter, and my daughter's in trouble, and only I can help her. <laughs> As, it does sound cornball. You know why it sounds cornball? Because it is cornball. <laughs> <laughs> but exorcisms do follow your character around. Like, like I've, I've never had an exorcism. And you had one with your wife's character, with yeah. friends. Yeah. Well, uh, well hold on. But initially in Afghanistan, that's where the first one happened. We were, I was killing somebody. And in, in the, oh, uh, protecting my, I, know, I was protecting my country. But while I was doing that, I was actually killing somebody. And this guy that I killed, that I didn't realize, had a demon inside of him. Not just any demon, but apparently a master demon. So when I take his life, the demon goes into my body. And then we're like, what's up? We're these kids in the war. That's how it all. Just be careful about killing people, kids, all right? Because they could have a demon inside of them. But you take on the demon. Like, how does that help you any? It doesn't. Exactly. But there's You're no torture. That's, that's what I'm saying. Walking yeah, the earth. No, it's no good. That's what I'm saying. So don't do it. 
It's actually, <laughs> it's, it's okay. actually like a, it's yeah. one of those, uh, what do they call those things? Award, Public service address yeah, thing, a PSA. To, to, to don't go into the exorcism business. No, I think we really just diverted a lot of people there who really were considering it. But really, maybe it's just a bit of reverse psychology because we. I think we're actually we need we could use a, we could use a few okay. good exorcists. But if you lined up you next to Max von Sydow, Max von Sydow has oh, I love like that dude. he's cool, but he's got the you know the cornball glasses. He's got the black robe and the collar and everything. You're tatted up. You yeah. got the long hair yeah. and a beard. Yeah. You got the the pea coat. You know yeah. you're looking yeah. Uh, yeah. badass. Yeah. Well. Um, Yes, yes. So I think they wanted to appeal to some. I mean, I don't know. I don't know much about this genre of films. Actually, I, I just did another one that's that's uh, that's out. I think this maybe this month called "It Stains the Sands Red," which is a zombie movie. Um, yeah, that one. In the throes of a zombie apocalypse, a troubled woman from Las Vegas with a dark past finds herself stranded in the desert with a lone and ravenous zombie on her tail. Yeah. Again, you, yeah. you, you don't just make like you've got mail, do you? No, I don't. I would, I would like to, but for some... And I, here's the thing, like, I think I probably should, which is, you know, I, I believe what was going on with this movie was trying to present me, the guy, as a bad person. So that image gets burned into... It's not about really the movie. It's about tainting me as a person. Exactly. And I know how crazy that sounds, but I want you to consider it. I want you to consider it. The budget for American Exorcism is about what? I mean... Spent. How low can you go? But one still, of those things. Hey, it costs some money. None of it went to me, I think, or a lot of things. Like I had to provide my own uh, beard wax. But it's a lot to spend to just simply sully your your reputation. <laughs> right? Well, you would think, right? right? I mean, that's what you would think. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. They're sick. And they Have can you ever personally it. ever met anyone who needed an exorcism or had an exorcism? Like personally? Because I know you do some crazy shit. Don't. Don't kid yourself. Like, don't. If you want to get into that conversation, I, I do. I mean, I, I've been involved with. I mean, I just spent three weeks in the Amazon in Peru. Before that, a month in Brazil. The things I saw, people died in front of me, and and while I was conjuring the darkness, <laughs> and whether that was happening or not, I don't know. But the coincidences are amazing. Wait a minute. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, want to talk about you know you don't want to talk about that. So I talk, do want to talk about Forget about exorcism. You want to talk about me like killing gurus in in the in in the rainforest, and I'm just like. <gasps> My father showing up, the ghost of my father. Are we going to talk about really Hamlet? I, okay, wait a I second. I kid you not. The ghost of my father and this woman died. Crack! <laughs> Ten days into my trip in Brazil, but never mind that. We no, wanna, I, we're here to talk about We're here to talk about well, I movies. Know, I just I want to know if you you're in a movie about exorcisms. Yeah. I wondered if you believed in them. I mean, here's the thing. I believe in demons. Is it possible to exorcise the demons? That's the real question. I don't know about that. Exactly. I think that I think that's what they want to what tell the you. What the hell is going on? In the, the world is run by demons, my friend. Everybody knows that. I'm, so you pick these movies, you demonize the demon movies, and the next thing you know, who is running things? The demon. And I'm here, a guy with a beard. Oh, he's a bad man. Am I? No, I'm a good guy. I'm like Liam. Ne I'm guy. like Liam Neeson in Batman. He was the hero. He wasn't in Batman. What? What? Dark man. Dark man. The Dark Knight. Oh, oh you're bro? talking about oh, Batman Neeson. Begins. Batman Begins. He was the hero? That's it. Wait a second. First of all, when I say Batman, yes. that's the only Batman that, you should course, ever consider. Uh, my bad. Batman Begins is the only Batman. When you hear Batman, you don't think about that. You don't think about that. You think about Bale's yes. Batman. That's what you... There's no other but Batman. But he wasn't necessarily the good guy. He was exactly the good guy because what was he doing? What What was his character? Uh, do you want to talk about this? What was No, Liam I actually Neeson's do like the complexity of his character. And Magneto. I like what, when, But what he's really engaged in is putting people in touch with their deepest fear. What makes Batman Batman in that movie? He gives him the same thing that he puts into the water. And he's like, okay, Christian Bale. Uh, so is he, he makes Batman. And then Batman gets to be Batman. And then Neeson goes, you know, I'm going to put it in the water. And Batman goes, oh, wait a minute. You're going to make other Batmans? Fuck you. <laughs> Batman's scared. He's the pussy because he knows. But, but, and, or, or, and, but Neeson is gambling when you put the fear in the water, they're just going to kill each other. But no, why? You could also become Batman, who's afraid of a race of supermen. Do you get it? Not supermen because that's another character, but Batman. A race of, he, 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 he Batman is, he is a selfish? bad man. It's, is you're he saying, being no, selfish? listen, Bat, Batman, bad man. Bad man. Christian Bale's Batman. <laughs> Anyway, American Exorcism. <laughs> Whoa, I could use one. I uh, maybe that might be true. Do you believe in Jesus? See, you never do that Whoa. in the movie. You do like these twitches because you're ho holding a, a demon inside you. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. That's interesting because a lot of people, 
not that I read reviews, but actually I do. All the bad ones too. I'm on your forums. And you know what? I do LinkedIn searches for you. I know where you live. <laughs> I'm crazy. You start writing bad stuff about my movie. I'm going to find you. I'm going to email you personally. And you know it. You feel it. You've experienced it. Some of you out there and the ones who haven't, I'm coming for you. Okay, so here's the thing. People are like, why was he doing all those weird hand movements? Why wasn't he just holding a Bible? Like all of a sudden, there's a protocol for how you do an exorcism and how it sounds. Let me tell you something, people. I've seen a lot of exorcisms not in movies. And the stuff that's going on would make you crap your pants. And the reason why you find what I'm doing funny is because it's so scary to you that you can't even admit it. That's my piece. Thank you. Uh, that's my counter argument. Roger Ebert, suck it. Is that, wait a second. Is that guy dead? He's, He's dead. dead. He's well, you dead. know what? Ghost of Roger Ebert, suck it. I watched that guy's review of something. I disagreed with it. Let me tell you something. You ever seen the movie? Well, of course. Uh, yeah, it happens a lot. Why do we have these people? Why aren't you one of these people? Well, I think who are I am. These, who are those people that decide what a movie is and tell other people about it? Who are those? Are you one of those people? Wait a minute. You know, I might be one of those people now that you mention it. Because... There are some people who are not versed on how a movie works. And then they watch it and they, they, they come from a dumb place. It's the same crap about looking at somebody else's life. That you would tell somebody how to be or what. You don't know how to act. When you see this or when you see something. I, the great performances or the great movies you might say are the ones that are technically most relatable. Does that make them the best movies? No. It just puts them in a language that programmed people can actually understand. When something starts to veer outside of the collective unconscious. When it comes to film. Like there's an idea. Or, or like, like there's a way to make a film. There actually isn't. Yeah. It's just one guy started making it. Oh, like, that's the way a movie's being made. Watch David Lynch. That's very clear. You can make a movie however the hell you want to make a movie. Yeah, but you know what? You still judge David Lynch in terms of what you think a movie should be. So you think David Lynch is outside. Not most of... I've got, I got news for you. I don't. Watch an episode of NCIS. It is the weirdest <laughs> thing you've ever seen. I it's have. So I watched it with my parents. Weird. The performances are like, you're like, huh? Both of them? Uh, uh, do you know people who watch that show? I found out my parents do. Dude, my mother is chained to a couch. They're the only people I know who watch it, yet it's the number one show in the country. It's platonic parable of the cave. These people, that literally, it's a, do you know that, you know that one? Do you want to get all philosophical? Of course. But you know about Plato, don't you? Socrates. I do. Anyways, those dudes were into some stuff. Yeah, so I only know so much, the, but there I've is heard the, of it. There is the platonic parable of the cave. It's a reference, it's, it's, a, it's a myth. It's a legend, actually. It's a lot of films. So these people live in abject darkness. They see a shadow moving across the front. They take that for reality. It's a light coming from behind them. Somebody escapes. It's like movies. It's like whatever. It's like the, the, uh, the illusion of people's lives. Somebody breaks outside of that, makes something outside of that, which so threatens the idea that what these people are experiencing is reality. Something like saying the earth is flat and all of a sudden the earth is round. You're like, no! They didn't have guns, but maybe they did at the time. They told us they didn't. Of course. We're they being tell told. us a lot of things. It's like the earth is round. The people are possessed. So what do you got to do? You got you to get that demon. But where do you think that demon's going to go? That's what's wrong with people. They're like, just get out of me. I don't care where it goes. Where do you think that demon is going? Right here. And you want to blame me for that? Eric Roberts' kitchen. That's where that demon is going. Breaking his oven, doing weird things in his bed. You shot this movie at Eric Roberts' house, right? A lot of it, yeah. A lot weird? of the weird Why? stuff. How does he get involved in this? I swear to you, they took my soul in Eric Roberts' kitchen. I could feel it. That's what was going on there. It was a battle for my very soul. I lost my mind. I'm not kidding. You want to talk about American exorcism? Why does he I think even it was involved in this? What's Eric Roberts say? He's not in the movie. Dude, Eric Roberts is trying to make a few bucks on the side. Like, he lives in Sherman Oaks. I'm happy to give out his address to anybody who <laughs> wants to email me. Um, it'd be like five bucks. I, I'm actually, you know, forget like maps to the stars. I'm just going to give you like emails. I can tell you exactly where they live and, you know, tell you if you can get through. I can tell you what's in their house. I'll probably get you several items. Well, we know what's in their house because we saw it in the movie. Some of the stuff is dressing, but yeah, his, it, forget it. <laughs> his house is weird. I touched his nuts. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? There, so, like, for some reason, he's got, like, this, this, like, bushel of walnuts in his laundry room. And I remember... In his laundry room? Yeah, his laundry room in the back. Okay. He, he lives in uh, <clears throat> Sherman Oaks. But, um, yeah, his laundry room, he's got, like, a big bushel of nuts. <laughs> so, 
I started like this thing. Like I was. Why? Uh, I'm not kidding you. So we shot that stuff at the end. That actually is the stuff that takes place at the beginning of the movie. So you did long hair guy first, then shaved. Yeah. And I was very upset sense. about that. that. No, that was the other thing. It was a ritualized scalping. That's what it was. Hair. Do you realize Picasso kept all his own hair because hair. Want to talk about exorcism? Let's talk about supernatural. Let's talk about black magic. Oh, exorcism and demons? No, let's talk about black magic. Making a man cut his hair and beard, insisting, dropping a man on his head. You familiar with the tarot? The hangman? The man upside down? Where the other man's supposed to catch the man when he falls, but he doesn't? You familiar with that? Yeah, probably not. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I've played trust exercises in acting class. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this, but some stuff happened on that movie. You know what I'm saying? Yes, but wow. in, yes. In so the beginning, now we need to see it because you put some. You, you bled. Here's for the this thing. I'm, no, I'm telling you. Yeah, behind the scenes, and I, I know I sound crazy, but there was stuff going on, stuff being done to me, and 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 after this movie, like I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it. Please see the movie. I don't know what's going on, but it's part of some spell, and I need your help. I need your help. So you're still in the movie, it seems. Could you let the movie go? No, I was never out of the now. movie. That's The movie was just another moment in my b- bizarre life. Well, let's talk about... Oh, wait, but let me, I, wait oh, a let's minute. talk about it. I want to put a different angle on yes, that. Yes, sir. There's a scene you have with your daughter in there yeah. where you're sitting in bed and you're reading, you're reading a book or something. You're telling a little story. story yeah. mm-hmm. we, we need more of that Michael Flipwich. <clears throat> I'm saying you're good at that. You you believable in that. I, I agree. I that that the I think I I don't know if I started this interview saying that I believe that American exorcism is just the last thing in a long line of people making films to assassinate my character because they know my heart is so pure that if they had me in some such thing that I would reach and touch so many people that surely the world would be awakened. We'd begin to love each other. We begin to look after each other and live in abject peace and harmony. But most Steven of the time, Spielberg, most of the time you get killed. What's up? Huh? You and your films? What? <laughs> By the way. Why are you calling us Steven <laughs> Spielberg? What the hell? Bringing yeah. a lot of people into this. Eric Roberts, Steven oh, Spielberg. I can't. Oh, name dropper? I don't know any of those people, by the way. <laughs> I know. But they know who I am, don't you? Keeping me down for how long, pal? You played Russian a lot, too. Are you Russian at all in your heritage? I am, actually. Is that right? Yeah, my family is from the, the, the Eastern European. They from the north, like Ukraine, or yeah, uh huh, yeah, Kiev, okay. mm-hmm. Kiev, parts of Mongolia. My grandfather, actually, if you were to look at him, he looked a lot like like an Aboriginal person. So if you look at the people they now currently live in, let's say like Altai, Siberia, and that they're very like they almost have like a Native American, but almost I'm from Canada, so it's more so like the the people that we um, our Native people in Canada are more from the more from the north and they have a bit of a different bone structure my grandfather had so i'm yes i definitely have ties to that side of so i do play a lot of russian i'm actually about to embark to puerto rico where i will play a russian on a show called the oath the oath nice the the egg the oath there i don't play bad guys (laughs) well you of course the the bad guy never thinks they're a bad guy yeah no i don't play bad guys i play I play probably, you know, a lot. Then why of, are you getting killed so much in your characters? <laughs> we can make a nice montage of your good, on-screen death. It, it's a good question. That's what I'm talking about. I'm just I'm trying to make the case that everything that I do is about assassinating me as a man because I have the potential to lead us into freedom. All right, well, let me play a little clip. Yeah. This is the clip Thank from you. the trailer of American Exorcist. Woo! We won! Val Caroline! She's turning 18. They think I'm evil. What do you know about monsters? Okay, so there's your your buddy who's a priest coming to tell you your daughter is possessed and you need to go deal with her. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this happens. It's time he's trying to believe in. Wow. There's a lot of that. Yeah, and I want you to know that all the sounds you hear were not actually made during the filming of the movie. They were actually the recorded audio for what was going on in between the takes in this movie. <laughs> they just overlaid the audio from I'm the te- set. I'm, I, I'm telling you, the, the, the entire making of the movie was in itself a very, 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 very dark ritual. Dark. I'm sorry, ritual. I'm laughing. I don't know why I'm laughing. It, because and, because, that, I because need, that's because that's what you do when you realize in the face how of such ter- darkness. Of such yeah. dark. You have to. Yeah, I have to. It's, it's you. You must. That's why this movie will present many laughs to many people. Because, it, I mean, you'll think it's corny, 
but really deep down, you're so scared. You feel it. You know it. You don't talk about it because if you did, they'd think you were crazy. What's the scariest movie you've ever, you've ever seen? Maybe like Session Nine. And I have you seen, do you know that movie? And then that's oh no, I don't. I, I'm thinking of Series Seven, Session Nine. Yeah, the the crazy asylum movie. Yeah, yeah uh, there's something. It. about there, there's elements. I mean, you don't talk about a movie like The Shining. I, I find Lynch to be terrifying. The, there, there's different things. I particularly don't like this movie, American Exorcism, <laughs> at all. <laughs> you know, all right. it's like saying I'm gonna be honest. What can I say? Yeah. Um, I think we actually made a much better movie than they actually put together. Oh. Um, which is unfortunate. The script, honestly, it, 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 the whole thing was a mess. I buy your character. I believe you're pained. You have history. Yeah. You're you're lo- you're searching for some sort of reconnection with your daughter. I mean, I did. You know what I felt I could do. The you know under the condi- the the conditions for making the movie were insane. I mean, I've, I've I've made movies before, but it's not like this. The things we were asked to do, and the that really it was a really ambitious project and they you know the thing they <laughs> i don't they, there's a scene at the end of this and i won't give anything away but guess what two demons are fighting in a barn <laughs> Woo! get off the road boys eric roberts barn <laughs> it's actually no but you know what it's built on a model of actually eric roberts grandfather's farms barn we built it to are exact specifications. You know. Yeah, yeah I'm totally making that up. <laughs> of course. So there was one scene where, like, get a stunt guy. So we rehearsed, you know, we, a few punches. That was it. You get there, it's four in the morning. The guy's like, so we brought in a trampoline. There's a pitchfork over there. We want you to take a punch, hit the trampoline, do a somersault, land in the little horse uh, area, and then grab a pitchfork and pretend you're going to stab the other guy with it. Real pitchfork. You know how much fake pitchforks cost? It was like one of those things. You want me to hit him with a real stick? You know how much fake sticks cost? It's like one of those. I was like, well, not, no. None of that's happening. Like that kind of stuff. Right. But they force you to do it. They drop me on my head. And that's where I think the programming began. They brought me to a hospital. There were things going on. I was, th- I was injected with things. They cut my clothes off. It was humiliating. I could not make simple addition subtraction. See, I couldn't remember. But here's, an, here's a situation where I watched the movie wrong. Like I need to watch it again, knowing all this. This is and what see I, the movie within this is, the movie, the, the subtextual that's, film that's going on. That's what I'm saying on on a level, which is how I watch movies. On a level, you're like, all right, it's some, it's really. I'm, I'll be honest with you, it is a cheese ball horror film that's got a, a maybe two pairs of boobs and a little bit of blood and maybe a hot chick, but not really. I can verify two pairs of boobs. Two pairs of boobs, and you know what? I don't even think the boobs that were on. My daughter, where they superimposed somebody else's boobs because she wouldn't show her boobs. So I think if you look closely, uh, most of the CGI went into her boobs because clearly it didn't go into anything else because some of the effects are cheesy as F U C K. <laughs> what up, Spielberg? <laughs> a ringing endorsement. Do you, does anything come of a movie like this as far as like the horror circuit? Uh, yeah. Do you go I mean, to like yeah, screenings no, the, the, the truth and is, show up and do Q&As? No, no because these people hate me now. Oh, the people, do. yeah, After because reprogramming you. They tried, but what I'm saying is, I lost my mind in Eric Roberts' kitchen, like for real, like for real. Like I went, and it, it's happened several times. It just happened to me the other day. I don't know if I'm just maybe just a crazy person or doing these things and getting into it. And oh, I'm such a method actor, aren't I, Paul Preston? Anyway, I feel like maybe See, I, I, went that in, anger. I went into no, but that's just like this thing. It's just like, did I? Am I conjuring some darkness? Am I just like, boom, am I just, cra- am I just making myself crazy? Because that's the way that it feels. And you do these movies and you're just like, Pfft. the director didn't get to edit it. You didn't even have a conversation. It's never like it's supposed to be in just a movie. And people are just going to talk about it. And then they're going to see it. And they're going to be like, I liked it. I didn't like it. I tried to kiss my girlfriend while I was watching. I didn't like that movie. I didn't like it. Or I thought it was rather like, you know what? I, why do we care? Who likes what? Why can't you just have the courage to watch my movie without knowing that everybody hates it? It's a good movie. You should see it. You should see it. <laughs> I mean, it's not my movie anyway. Right. Same movie about exorcisms. Right. Just not a very good one. American Exorcism, which means it takes place in America. That's really about as far as the title. It originally was called itself. The American Exorcist. Well, that would have been more about you. Well, I would have lobbied for that. What I'm trying to tell you is 
again, I'll say it. They've been trying to assassinate me. I understand. Little by little. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like I feel like Puerto Rico's a setup. Like uh, basically, it'll be like the JFK thing. They'll make a movie about uh, the intense uh, conspiracy behind your character assassination. What do you mean they'll make a movie? I understand. It's all there. We just need to see. <laughs> We're not seeing it. <laughs> watch oh, America. Yeah, you're so, not. Yeah, you're not. So yeah, you're not seeing watch it. Watch American Exorcism, but yeah. don't just watch it for the plot and the story of an exorcist. But for no, look at me. Look at me and know that I am the victim of a black magic ritual that's going on all the time between the scenes. <laughs> that. Know that. Right. Know the things that they did to me and the things that they said to me and the way they treated me. You need to know that. When you see that, you need to know that. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> well pitched. <laughs> Woo! Well, listen. Here's another dark movie. Yeah. Recovery. The, oh. night, the night before their high school graduation, Jesse and her friends are guided by a Find My iPhone app to recover her lost device from a house whose demented tenants are hell-bent on making her a flesh-and-blood member of the family. So basically, I send these kids out that I've got in my house, and they bring other kids to me, and some of them we breed, and some of them we just put in the walls, and I get women and I breed with them, but basically everybody's a prisoner of the house. And I'm the demented dude who wears coveralls like and grimaces. It's it's again not a good movie. Got a can we watch it to to see the destruction of your personal character by the filmmakers? You want to talk about that place? <laughs> All right. So that place they shot downtown at a halfway house that was formerly just housing rapists, murderers, and the criminally insane in L.A. That, like in okay. uh, Inglewood, Inglewood, yo, something like that. Inglewood, no, Inglewood. That's a thing. Is a thing, but I don't think it is Inglewood. Something like that. Anyway, whatever. Um, and so it's a halfway. The house, house had murderers. it was the house had some serious vibes, but they got it was cheap. They, it was basically a location film. They had like one other location. It all takes place in a house. It they, they said it was loosely based. Remember that guy a couple years ago had those two teenage girls and screwed them and had kids with them. The Ohio guy, I guess. Yeah, it, it loosely kind of that kind of vibe. Of like, oh my God, he took me and we had sex and then I got out 18 years later, but I love him. You know, Stockholm Syndrome, like eight times uh, yeah. over, whatever that is. That's not this movie. I'm not sure why I'm talking about that. But yeah, that, yeah, no, no, yeah, that, that, that movie too. But you want to talk about the, so I played this guy a bunch of years ago called the BTK Killer. You know who that guy is? Yeah. yeah, yeah you played. were the lead in that? I saw you were in a movie about yeah, that. So, so I, well, so the, it's about his trial. So, you know, Greg Henry, you know, that, that who's great. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he, he plays him because he gets, so basically this guy in his 20s, was like a park ranger and what he used to what he liked to do was knock on your door and say uh part and he looked like a totally normal he was a park ranger knock on people's doors in wichita and uh say yeah and on my car you know in those days hey, come on here and it'd be a family like eating breakfast and he would you know then he'd pull out a gun and then he would you know point to the kids and make them tie up the parents and then kill the parents in front of the kids and then kill the kids and then take like the 12 year old daughter's body downstairs hang it up masturbate on her corpse then take her clothes off go to his parents house and take polaroids of himself wearing the girl's clothes <laughs> that's what he was engaged in so my part was to just recreate all the murders. They put me in a room for four days. So when they busted him, like they busted him like 40 years later. Somebody read a book about him and he hadn't killed anybody for a long time. He just stopped doing it. So they figured, you know, what happened to this guy? Do you want to hear more of this? Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I want so, to go see the movie now. Well, it's not a, very, no, it's, a it's a CBS movie. It's actually not very good because uh, the reason why is like, they, they the thing about this guy was. CBS will soften it. Well, that's the all. thing. So you don't get this, you don't get it because yeah. they showed me his stuff. I saw the crime photos. I saw what he, he had a shack in the back of his house and it was all this weird material that he claims being channeled by this figure called Mr. X. And it's dark stuff. They gave me boxes of it. And I was in a hotel in Halifax, just like pouring over watching interviews. They brought like one of those like TV, like it was like a bitch. It was like, a, it was like Frankenstein's lab. And I was just like watching these images and just like in there and like, oh, and, uh, and then we recreated the murder. So just like, you know, like the crazy stuff, crazy stuff. So that, you know, and actually that guy, I just recently was at the Museum of Death. You know that place? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they, they have like a little thing to him. But I, I mean, I saw all that stuff. Museum of Death. Last time I went to the Museum of Death, the big uh, display was the cots from the uh, uh, Haley's yeah, Comet yeah, people. Yeah. No, Haley's Comet. Whatever it was. No, they're like. What are they? Uh, the, Haley's they, Comet. Yeah, whatever they oh, were. They wear Nikes. 
Uh, Heaven's yeah. Gate. Heaven's, Heaven's Gate. Gate, right. And they, but they weren't they waiting for Haley's Comet to pass. They were going to kill themselves and then go travel uh, upon Haley's Comet to their next destination. I don't know if it was a comet or a mothership. Um, yeah, some, like the ship was, behind, was traveling with Haley's Comet, I think. <laughs> they were crazy. I, mean, you, I think you just like saying Haley's Comet. Haley's Comet. It's, it feels it's good. Fun. Haley's Comet. Yeah. You, so, you, so, again, I'll keep going down. Still no... Uh, what? Still no My Best Friend's Wedding on here. I played uh, <laughs> early on. Um, no. Well, you weren't Confessions that. of a Dangerous Mind. That was one of your first. Yeah, movies, right? I had a big fight with Clooney. Uh, directed Chuck Barris. Well. Clooney, yeah, we, Clooney and I didn't get along. Was, uh, you didn't. You, you know that story. He gets along with everybody. Oh, you know that story. I do. I I might have heard it. <laughs> yeah. No, he directed it. Needless to say, it was early on in my career. Had I known, I would have played ball, or perhaps with his balls, because that's how, apparently how you get on with Mr. Clooney. No, not he got to play with his balls. I just I threw that in. But you know, but what I mean by play ball, yeah. I wasn't a ball player back then, and I don't mean that in any kind of well, way. You're certainly not I just one didn't. now. But I think people might a little know more, that. a little more than I am. Yeah. I will uh, if I, I I will turn around and bite the pillow for one second, <laughs> one like one second, and I'll just scoop the dirty money off the off the dresser, off the end table. The yeah, yeah. I get, I get, I, that's, okay, the, you know, that's the truth because, you know, when I first came to this town and they broke me hard, you know who did it? You know who broke me? You know who was my first one? Michael Bay. David Caruso. <laughs> what? What? How? <laughs> so, dude, I was a Caruso for, as a matter of fact, this is so crazy. I don't know if you know about this, me, but um, I enjoyed a, a good collage, a little sausage. So uh, I started making these very dark, oh. I, my, you, I, I have one on my phone. I could actually you make show. collages, dude. So I make, uh, I make collages. Yeah. Anyway, I made a collage uh, back in the day of David Caruso, and I, I can pull it up. And I don't know. Maybe you can throw a picture in eventually. But yeah. So I did this whole thing called Caruso fiction. So it's based on the Jesus crucifixion, but with David Caruso okay. in different postures. Like I put his face <clears throat> on my body, and then my body was being crucified. But then Caruso would be like there, like with his hands on his hip, like looking at Caruso, looking and at And you thought he would want to see that. Well, no, but I thought, okay. you know, uh, that was just like, I'm giving you the preamble to my, uh, you know, I was. I'm not sure I, I want to see that. Yeah, I used to play the um, uh, the CSM Miami game. I, I bought that. I, one of the few board games I owned was, I, I was obsessed with David Caruso. Okay. Like I watched, uh, I, I, I bought the tapes of NYPD Blue. So, so my first audition in LA is. Did you see Jade. Uh, with, of course, yeah. yeah well, you are Nicholas Cage. You are serious. Uh, Kiss of Death. Yeah. Kiss of Death. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, yeah. Oh, Jade, are you kidding me? Yeah, go, because that's when you're like, what happened? And then uh, this story ends, by the way, with Caruso wearing a jean, like jacket and jeans, like acid washed, sitting at a park in Studio City. And I go over and I talk to him. And you know, like, what, what, what do you, okay, when you think about Caruso, you this think, is where he breaks you? No. Oh. This is where I realized they had broke him first. Uh-huh. <laughs> But he did break me because... They broke him, that's for sure. Whoa, you know, money, you know, whatever, personal debt. They gave him the gas pipe, his wife, his kid. Anyways, when you think about Caruso, you think about that voice, Frank, boy, hands on hip, Caruso. Yeah. But really, shades Caruso kind of talks like this. What is it really? That's actually his voice. <laughs> and if you heard it come out of his mouth, like I can feel like when I, when I, when I look at you and say that, your nuts shrink just a little bit. Like a, I can feel, or maybe they're mine, and I'm projecting because when you hear the shrill of David Caruso's actual pitch, you're like, "My God, they've been lying to me since I was born," and you know it, and you feel it, <laughs> and you see, you look down wait, on David Caruso wait. in an acid wash like suit, and he's like, "Hi," and you're like, "No!" <laughs> All that collage man, time. No. Yeah, collage time. All the I collage time you've spent. Caruso fiction, and I and then I realize, I just know. I, I'll show it to you. You you you. And you think I'm making it up, but I, I sure don't. don't. Okay, continue because I can talk and scroll through my naked pictures of myself. And uh, go ahead, I'm listening. Well, listen, I I actually want to jump from Caruso. You, you to want be, to jump well, from Caruso because there's a, because I demand this. You were in a movie called Kill Switch. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I, please, for the love of all that yeah. is holy, yeah. tell myself and the people listening or watching. It's a Steven Seagal movie, everybody, y'all. A story about Steven Seagal. Please. So Steven Seagal, you know, obviously, like, this is I'm going to say, like. So he's well past uh, the, no, he's, the salad Yeah, days. I don't know. Even, yeah. You know, that's debatable whether he had them. But I know, I, I remember, yeah, like, being, siege, I remember, like, being in grade school or high school and, and watching, a, like, a Seagal movie on video. And you're like, boom. 
y'all what? You know, and like some of the Rastafarian gang is like snapping arms. You're like, yeah, that dude's cool. But I kind of lost track about him. And then like, you know, you hear, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Steven Seagal's making movies? Oh, hold on a second. He's making five movies a year. He's making five movies a year, each budgeted at $12 million. Half of that money is going to Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal is making five movies a year, making $30 million. That, my friend, is A-list. How is he doing that? How is Steven Seagal? I'll tell you how Steven Seagal is doing that. Because Steven Seagal believes his legend. Believes his, the way this guy rolls. Black Hawk helicopters to say it's all real. Armed guards, chefs, like a, like a line of like, you know, uh, uh, trailers. The dude rolls like an alien. He rolls like Tom Cruise. Like he no fucking around. Yeah. He's got like 12 pairs of ostrich skin boots. <laughs> he never drops character. I sat next to I mean, what do you want Wait, to drops know? Wait, drops like a, a life character or the character that he's playing in the movie? Yeah, he, he, he's, you didn't know Steven Seagal's like method. I don't know if he's pretending to be method, but he's like, <laughs> he, he has the accent. You're just I, like, I, I would also imagine him just playing a character every day, walking well, around no, being a here, Seagal okay, character. Yeah, so here's the thing. So, uh, yeah, I got hired to do this movie, and actually, I didn't even audition for it. I, uh, it was uh, a director I'd worked with before. They sent me an offer, which I was like, balls across the nose. <laughs> so nice to get an offer. What? Steven Seagal? What? I got the kung fu fight Steven Seagal? We're, of course. Yeah. I will do it, even though it's... What, wait, wait, wait let get, me just play this clip. Yeah. This is you uh, just telling him something real quick. This is what you say in an action movie, right? Yeah, yeah. All my life, I searched for a worthy adversary. You're that one. You're that one. Yeah, that's it. Like that's like the total like cheap ass like Just, Cinemax version, yeah. like dirty ass. You wanna, yeah. It's like one of the, it's just like it's just the bad the guy searching for the worthy adversary. That's the best. But like it's his father, and they colored my hair blonde for some reason. There's something like weird going on. And the thing about Seagal is, <laughs> you're not doing the same as Seagal. He only is there for his coverage. That's it. He does not will not act with you. You're doing it with like either like a, a tennis ball with like a wig on it, something like that. <laughs> I think it was a tennis. I was might might have been another guy, but I thought it was a tennis ball. With so a there wig. were no two shots where you were with the, that's no sir. Uh-uh. He does everything from pretty much one location, and it's a close up, and then they film everything else with a body double. And and you and, and it's pretty obvious when you see that movie. You, you, by the way, it makes American Exorcism look like I don't know. Why do I want to say 12 years a slave? But that's what, I don't know why. So I'm just going to say it. Like, that's a weird thing. But you know what? I'm not going to keep it from you. That's what I think. So I guess I must like 12 years a slave. I guess I must think it's a great movie. It won best picture. Yeah. And so American Exorcism. American Exorcism. Would win best picture over Kill Switch. Over Kill Switch. Like, I loved it. First of all, was it beautiful? The other thing about American Exorcism and Kill, they're like awesome experiences. It's like one time I had the opportunity to put my thumbs inside John Travolta. I didn't have the opportunity, but yeah, no, I didn't actually have it but i thought about having the opportunity i don't know i guess i want to make that distinction but i was very close you to could but i was saying like so i knew people who had the opportunity to put their thumbs in travolta i i i knew these people like in his asshole I, that's what he asked for i don't know if there was anything else on the table as far as i know it's just one why like inside his rectum that's what he said he's just like where are you to getting this what, what how is okay. this happening you want to know are you in a movie with him i'm searching <laughs> no, your, no 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 okay first of all wait a second are you ready there's mother Teresa and david crusoe oh, with a banana Lord. for a dick can you get like a can you can you I'll, put that on yeah, your show just send that <laughs> to me i'll put it on the show why would you make this? You thought I was making it up. Wait a second. I got more too. I no, I didn't. A, a, I, <laughs> I didn't for a second think you were making it up. I, for, I, I forgot that like Mother Teresa. Oh, there's also a nun. Him. There's a nun with a vibrator, Mother Teresa, and David Caruso with the, on, the, on the body of Jesus with a, with, a, with a banana for his dick. If someone made that for me, I would never dude, dude, talk there's another to one. them. There's another one with Manson and uh, Caruso's <laughs> face on my body. And for some reason, Michael Douglas is playing chess with an orca. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Why are you doing Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm, I'm an artist, brah. Has anyone else inspired you to, to the point of collage or just David Cruz? <laughs> David Hasselhoff, I think it must have a lot to do with David's. I did one for Vincent Price. I was a big, I'm a big, Tom Cruise. I did also Cruisefiction. So I did well, Cruisefiction and then Cruisefiction. Oh, yeah. The Cruisefiction ones were dark. And I, 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 I think I, 
I think that I knew he was going to go crazy on that sofa long before he did. Like, there's something about Tom Cruise that a lot of people don't want to talk about. I actually I think did. Everybody wants I to act, talk okay, about Okay, so it. I saw them filming. Can I talk about this? So I got a job, a voice job. in Tom, Like, it was in Tom Cruise's office. And for some reason, that day, they were doing reshoots. I don't know, it was Mission Impossible 3, whatever the one Jeremy Renner's first one was in. Yeah. They were just doing reshoots on Tom Cruise, like in Santa Monica, where Tom Cruise's office are. They were back right onto the Santa Monica airport. It was Renner and Cruise and me in a booth, like doing this voiceover for a commercial. And I'm looking at Renner and Cruise doing a scene. Looked a little gay to me. A little bit. <laughs> that's a good movie. What? That, that, that's the end of the story. My movie? What? <laughs> the movie that's going on right now? <laughs> so I don't think I have any more pictures of Caruso's dick. Wait, I want to play you one more thing before yeah. we, we left Kill Switch, but I want to go back because this is this is a clip of uh, Steven Seagal kicking a guy out a window. All right, this is it. This is just a guy. He was kicking a guy out a window. Ah, yeah. Woo! Uh-uh. Yeah, baby. That's Yo, one what that? kick, one window. But, the, you know, it happens yeah, like here's 50 the thing, times. Yeah, because here's the thing. First of all, angles. You, you cannot appreciate the size of Steven Seagal's feet. He's a big man. Yeah. Like, don't kid yourself. So when you're kicked by Seagal. Made bigger well, by Hold on a second. Things. Yeah. The, that that is the actual sound of getting kicked by. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that went on in that movie, and I know the guy didn't whatever. But when that guy, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So not only that, but I would venture to say they pulled back just a little bit because it's even more brutal. Like just even it's just when I drop in just for a second, it hurts. I don't care about spoilers, and if you do, it turn the show off. For spoilers a for what? How do you how do you die in the movie? You what, die. What movie? And kill switch. No, I don't. What? Are you crazy? What do you go to? The, Why? Because he hits me with a hammer thirty seven times in the dick. <laughs> and there's not. By the way, really by the way, there's happens. a fight scene. But by the way, all the fight scenes in a way are genius on their own. I mean, you expect oh the choreography like when they used to have IMDb. Remember they remember back in the day when you could comment on shit on IMDb. Can't do that anymore. Do you know that? Did you know that? Did you know that? You can submit reviews. There used to be all kinds of be forums. Comments? Oh, wow. There, you, hold on a second. You're, wait a second. See, that's what I said. There's one of these moments. I was walking the other day, and a guy jogged past me four times. He couldn't have. Couldn't have. Laws of physics. No, but he did it. What am I going to do about it? The same way that you claim you don't know about IMDb, but all of a sudden, you, you, you're a movie guy. First of all, movie guys, there's one guy. Am, oh. I, am I included now? Am I, am I a movie guy to make this guys? Yes. That was going I'm the that's other it. guy. That's it. For, for now, you are. I'm the other guy. It's mostly me. I'm that guy. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm sorry, what were you asking me? Tom I was Cruise? asking Did you, you say anything about Tom we, Cruise? Actually, you know what? Real quick. Because this happened a long time ago. I'm also obsessed ago. with Charles Manson please, and Klaus Kinski. I beg of you for the love of God and uh, tell me and the people listening and watching. Nobody's doing a, that. A, a David Carradine story. Is there one? Many moons ago, you were on Kung Fu: The Legend Continues. You were very young. I, yeah, no, nah, yeah, but I don't have. Yeah, because no, 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 that no, would be another sorry. guy. Yeah, no, that'd be good. I have heard weird things. Ass. I have heard some things about that guy. Like he claims, like he could give a woman an orgasm from the next room. He could, he could, he could put a yak to sleep at like two hundred <laughs> yards. Like he was like, and Dan, like, wouldn't did he jerk himself and hang himself? Yeah, he same? did. Jerk, that's not how. That's not what it's called. Or jerk yourself and hang yourself. <laughs> that's not. That's not what autoerotic asphyxiation. That's what is they it. call it. Uh, did you see that movie? Technically, you're right too. Yes, very good film. You like that movie? Yeah. I like that movie. I like Kinnear. He's a very underrated actor. I think Kinnear is really good. I think I really do. I'm actually surprised that I like him. He does a lot of shit movies, but I do like him. Let me ask you what we ask everyone who comes on the show. All right. What is your favorite movie of all time? Of all time? Of all time. I have to pick one. You have to pick one. How many people ask if they can only pick one? They cheat, and they'll pick two or three, and then what, do, what am I going to do? Crack a whip? No. Does it make you upset, though, when they do that? Do you feel like... No, it's you, hard. Do you feel like at that moment, like Steve... I've whittled Do you feel down. like Steve Harvey in that moment, and you think to yourself, I don't want to host a show no more. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make a video of this, about how you don't want to make movies. Anymore. Okay, okay. Yeah, no. All right, wait a second. Let's be clear. I want to make movies. Okay, my favorite movie of all time. This is difficult. This is very difficult, because things shift all the time. It's a hard question. I, it's I like know. making somebody choose between their children. Listen, What's I, dirty? I, I, why would you even ask such a... How is that? Okay, <laughs> but, but why is that question important? 
Why is that an important question? Why, why do you? Who needs to know? And why can there be only one? I, I think, I think the question is, is important. This shit ends tonight. I think that it is an important question because of the people who need to know. People need to be inspired by the answer of other artists who love movies. Okay. This really, I, I don't know if you've been doing this to me the whole time, but I feel like really like somebody's taking a drill into my heart right now. Like an auger. That is me. You know, like an auger. I am doing You know that. what an auger is, right? Yeah, you use it in ice fishing. Wow. <laughs> I feel so attracted to you right now. Okay. <laughs> I think. Like cruise runner I'm, attracted? I'm getting. <laughs> I would. Let me tell you something. I would put my thumbs in Travolta's ass, not because of anything. I I'm love not, how that just came out of nowhere. Because. Again, I don't find Travolta anywhere on your <laughs> resume. And yet you're bringing up the fact that she could stick his... Wouldn't you? You, you had an opportunity to, no, but I did. to I didn't put even your have, fingers no, inside No, I didn't him. have the opportunity. And it wasn't even the opportunity. Were you upset? And it was thumbs. No, but, if I'm, but I'm trying to tell you that if I did, that I would totally do it. I would do it. Yeah. Have would you do, done it before? Would you do it? In Travolta? Yeah, anybody. Thumbs? Yeah. You want to hear something really revealing? <laughs> <laughs> While we have the mics turned on. Um, so I was a counselor at summer camp. Oh God! <laughs> and I, I, I want to be clear before I go into the story. Like, if you're expecting some feel-good meatballs, Bill Murray, what, 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 it's none of that. It's, it's gonna it's, be. It's like a meatballs. Yeah, it, like like you're gonna wish. It, so I want to give everybody the opportunity right now to ask themselves if they really want to go down this path with me because I'm putting you in a place where if I, I t- if I tell this story. I'm actually, I, I, I actually think I may be engaging you and the entire other listening audience of one in a felony. Why would you say there's only one person listening to this? There can be only one. Uh, Inception. Inception is my favorite movie. That's the answer? Inception is your favorite movie? Can I, I love that answer. Can I, can I use a lifeline? No. Inse- I, I as want far Inception as to be the right as, answer. No, right, no, because as far as I'm concerned, and if you really think about this. That, that makes total sense at Inception. Inception is the only movie ever made. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it's subtly trying to tell you that everything that happens in your life, whether it's something that you watch, something that you consume, is only another level of the dream world. The Inception. Inception. People do not understand. They don't appreciate. First of all, Nolan. I love. Like him. I feel like I need to call Nolan and beg me to let me put my thumbs in him. <laughs> <laughs> you know how like people give two thumbs up. I'm gonna start like anyone. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a show. Wait, would anybody be, <laughs> email me if you're interested in this show? Text me or or Instagram me if you're interested in a show where instead of two thumbs up, it's like my show where who I would put two thumbs in. Like, I'll give that two. I'll put my two thumbs in that. Like, could that be a thing? Like, where I'm just like reviewing. I got to put my two thumbs here's, in that. You asked me, why do I ask this question? Yeah. That's why. Because I want you to talk about your thumbs going in Chris Nolan's ass. But if we're all honest. Yeah. If, if all of us are being honest. And I mean all three of us. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to all three of us now. It's a podcast. We have at least a dozen listeners. I'm talking to the I'm talking to the other versions of myself. We all know that if in fact what I'm saying is true and I believe what I'm and, and what I've been saying the whole time. Inception. It's too late. It doesn't matter. Everything's part of it anyway. So no matter what I say, you know it's already been prescripted. Do you believe in free will? Do you believe in free movies? Do you believe in free dinners? You believe in hereafter. Do you believe in freeing your willy? You know what I'm I here just got after. a tattoo on my dick, everybody. I just said that. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> That's true, though, right? It is true. Yeah. Right on my penis. Is it say something, and then when it extends, it says something longer, <clears throat> more exciting? Well, um, again, anybody who wants the answer to that question, is uh, why feel you, free to email me, and we can meet at a Starbucks. Why didn't you get it for American Exorcism? You, you're tatted up, uh, but you didn't um, go that far? You see the movie Johnny Mnemonic, where he... That's an old Keanu Reeves movie. I, I, I totally recommend it. There's a, a friend of mine in that movie. He's, uh, he's, he's fantastic. That's where uh, Keanu Reeves rents out space in his head. That's what that movie's about. Yeah. Are you agreeing with me? I haven't seen that movie. Oh, what? I know the movie. I haven't seen it. Again, movie guys, I, I want you all to ask yourself <laughs> Wait, a question. Is it, is uh, it how, Johnny how Mnemonic? Is, it? is that the, that's the bar that if I haven't seen it, I'm in a movie yet? Why do you have to bring up the bar? Like, like, like that should mean something, the bar. Why would he use the bar? Do you understand what's going on? Symbols. That symbol, by the way, I don't even know if you're looking at this or people can see this, but that, my friend's an upside down pentagram. Yeah. It's not a joke. It's not a Jay-Z with a triangle. 
It's not Madonna dressing up like Baphomet, okay? At the Super Bowl, all right? Beyonce, Jay-Z, renting a house for... Come on. I don't have to tell you what's going on. Inception. Great movie. Christopher Nolan. Thumbs in him all day long. (laughs) Woo! Sexy girl. I'm talking downtown. You like Memento, too? Memento I loved. I loved... um, I just love the Batman movies. You know what I didn't like, though? Dunkirk. Insomnia. Dunkirk. Insomnia. Ugh. It's a little long. I like the original Insomnia. I haven't seen it. Again. There's just too many Again. movies. Um, There's too many movies. But I love Nolan. There was a, I once had an opportunity to work with his brother on Westworld, but um, they retained. They destroyed your character. No, no, they didn't. They hired some Brazilian... Can I say douchebag on your show? Sure. Oh, he's not a douchebag. He's actually a good guy. But I've already, <clears throat> said, I've subliminally said, said douchebag. But it's not right. even not. But it's not even subliminal because actually I said it. But now that I'm talking around it, the the idea that I would say that I can't say he's only a douchebag, but because I would be jealous if I were to say that. So I didn't say that. Right. Rodrigo Santoro. <sighs> yeah. And I think it's because um, he actually waxes his penis in a Brazilian sort of fashion. <laughs> This is a fact. And apparently the makers of the film enjoy that mm. in their backside. Jonathan Nolan. I'm not that I'm saying anything. Right. No, I'm not saying that that's the way you get movies no. by screwing playing people. the game now. But I want you to know that I've sucked a lot of people's dicks and it's got me nothing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's Michael Filipowicz. <laughs> I mean, a great outline. That's, that's, that's the outline. I'm sorry. We're not going to top that. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, dick sucking. Quick reminder, American Exorcism is out now in VOD. That's all the VA. It's all the places, right? For, for, for twelve, If you buy the $12 version, I will come to your house and I'll play with your dick a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's not code for anything. I'll actually play with your wang. You should have done that for Kill Switch. I did. That's what happened. I played with Seagal's wig. DVD, yes. <laughs> I put it on my nuts. For- you know, it's called like a merkin. And you put like a like a wig on your nuts. On, on males, vagina. Too. I don't know. Yeah. Merkin, Mr. Like a Miskin and a Merkin. Cockroach. A Mistrican. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we've learned something today. I am knees on cocks. Martin scores easy. Woo! Have, Silence. Uh, Silence, everybody. Yeah, we have a poster for the movie Silence. That's a good movie. It's it, but I want you to know it's actually gay programming for the agenda. You see, like how it's like a door, how it's like a door thing, and there's silence and not talking about things on cocks and knees and stuff. It's it's programming you subtly. It sounds interesting though. Anyway, you, are you I just tortured walking through life, cocks, constantly worried about how, cock, how, how you're being. Step up. I would happily do that Mongolian throat singing inside John Travolta's anus. <laughs> I'd be here, I thought, where? here I thought we could top Cotter. the previous outline. <laughs> give me drugs, give me drugs, give me drugs. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>